Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Referral marketing, affiliates, and one-on-one connections are big ticket marketing uh, strategies that are on the rise. Well, they're coming back, I guess, <laughs> whether that's because more and more business owners are coming out of their online mentality established during the height of COVID or maybe digital landscapes are so oversaturated um, now. Um, they're noisy and quite honestly full of cruddy marketing. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it's a mix of both, but this is the reality. True, authentic connection inevitably leads to trust. And the minute you gain the trust of a fellow human, particularly in regards to your expertise or your product offerings, they are much more likely to purchase from you. Networking is one of the most underrated ways to cultivate brand awareness from the ground up. Now, before you throw all your excuses at me, like the people at networking events are never the right fit for my services or what if they're not my ideal clients? That's a waste of my time. Um, or quite possibly networking is so scary, <laughs> which, you know, I don't disagree. Um, but let me remind you of the theory of seven degrees of separation. It's this idea that everyone in the world is connected to each other through a chain of acquaintances that is only seven people long. So imagine you know someone who knows someone else and so on until eventually you're connected to literally anyone on the planet um, only through seven times. <laughs> it's pretty crazy actually, um, but this concept just shows how interconnected we all are, um, even though we often feel so isolated. Um, and it's this, it's, it's just when you think of it like that, think when you can think of connections linking us all together um, as an opportunity. So <laughs> living in a small city like Adelaide certainly highlights this. Everybody seems to know everybody and it, it actually blows my mind, um, which means that even if you don't necessarily connect with or meet individuals at a networking meeting or event who are the right fit for your business, they will most certainly be connected to somebody who is your ideal customer or client. And we all know how powerful a personal referral is. Word of mouth is always and forevermore will be the most powerful um, form of marketing. So lovely. If you have been avoiding networking for fear of spilling coffee on your blouse, tripping over your handbag or stumbling over your words when it's your turn to deliver your elevator pitch, here are my tried and tested top tips to increase your confidence when strutting your stuff at the next event. Okay, so number one is quiet time. Allow yourself some quiet, reflective time before and after the event to decompress, process and digest. If you're anything like me, although I love meeting other business women, as an introvert, I find conversations drain my energy. If I rush off to the next thing or the next meeting or pick up the kids from school, um, drive straight into um, uh, whatever's scheduled next, 
Uh, my dog just jumped up in my lap. If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> that's weird. Um, I'm a total zombie if I don't just allow myself some time and space. So just add some cushion space to your day. Number two is to connect with your host before the event so you don't feel awkward when you show up. Even if it's a quick email or a DM on Instagram, just say hi, let them know you're looking forward to coming. And that way, when you get there, they will know who you are. And with any luck, they will introduce you to the other participants or attendees so you won't have to freak out about trying to instigate conversation yourself. Right, so number three is to get there early. And this might seem like a no-brainer, but there's nothing worse than feeling the pressure of rushing only to burst through the door a few minutes late and drawing the wrong kind of attention to yourself. Literally my worst nightmare. Um, okay, so number four, have a few questions up your sleeve that you can instigate, use to instigate conversation or keep it flowing if awkward silences aren't your thing. <laughs> They're definitely not my thing. Um, asking questions keeps the focus on others to get them talking so you don't feel like you have to feel the, science, the silence by sharing something about yourself. This also shows that you're genuinely interested in what they do and how they help people um, and in turn will hopefully prompt them to ask the same questions about you. All right, number five is a little dorky. Rehearse in the mirror or with someone who can have a little chuckle with you when you feel like a Fruit Loop, <laughs> maybe maybe hubby or a, um, a friend who's not, a, not in business. Uh, writing an elevator pitch down with words versus saying it out loud are two very different things. Even if you're a clever copywriter, Sometimes the written word sounds strange when said out loud. So make sure your conversational elevator pitch is really clear. Name who you are, what your business name is, what you do and who you do it for. And if the opportunity presents, where they can find more, find out more about what you do. Okay, so number six is focus on just one offer. Um, to talk about during the event um, if it comes up. If you have a few different offers or pathways to work together, focus on just one or no more than three. You don't want to overwhelm people who are new to your world. So settle on just that one thing that you can talk about at the particular at a particular event. Um, ideally, it would be your signature offer or one-on-one -on -one services. Nothing too cryptic. You don't want to list all of your freebies, your tiny offers, your membership, your course, your mini course and, and podcast, and YouTube channel, etc. Um, maybe list um, just those, the broad items, um, unless of course they ask. Okay, number seven, seems obvious. Uh, remember your business cards. Leaving a tangible trail is so overlooked in the digital age and it's easy to stand out if you do have a beautifully designed and printed card. Please make sure your cards are so aesthetically pleasing that people will actually want to keep them. Cheap, glossy cards that are, you know, made from a template on Vistaprint are just going to get thrown in the bin. It's a waste of money. All right. Finally, number eight, Go with the intention to connect and genuinely contribute contribute, sorry, to intelligent conversation rather than to sell your products or get clients. 
People can sniff desperate sales tactics disguised as networking from a mile away. It's gross. Don't do it. The more you go with the mindset of giving generously, you'll be surprised at all the ways it will come back around to you, um, most often in ways that you might not have been expecting. All right, lovely. That's it from me. And let me summarize this by saying how I do truly understand how daunting it can be to push yourself outside of your comfort bubble, especially if you are an introvert like I am. But as you know, nothing amazing ever came from staying inside your comfort zone. So head to your next local networking event armed with these tips, stay open to learning new things, potential collaborations maybe, um, and also, you never know, you might just meet your business bestie. <laughs> we all know the value of having a supportive community around us in business. Um, and in-person human connections are the fastest, most effective way to build your brand awareness. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, I invite you to share the link with another woman in business or someone who needs to hear this message. Every woman we can support to grow a meaningful, profitable brand is another woman who is free to live a purposeful life for herself and be more present for her family. None of us are alone in the challenges we face in business, but the solution can start with a gift from someone else, and it could be a podcast episode just like this one. Thank you for listening.